This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's check in with Richard Zussman this morning, our global news reporter in Victoria. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Simi. Hey, we were talking this morning about uh, the things that we want to keep when all of this is kind of said and done. Uh, you know, we love the liquor delivery. We love the, I love the, the doctor's visits that you can do now by phone. <laughs> what do you think we should keep? You must love the I'm working not, from home. You're working from home. I am working from home and I am going to be working from home for a while longer. So that's not going away anytime soon. <laughs> I was going to say what I want to keep is my daughter's artwork. And when I do go back to the legislature, <laughs> I want that to be a constant reminder. Uh, I also really want to get one of those uh, closed for COVID-19 signs from one of the parks. Uh, but those aren't the sort of things that's you're talking about. kind of not what we're talking about. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> not but, souvenirs. But, you know, we're talking about what you like. Because like, usually there's I, all this I, red I think tape, one of the right? Things, we're going to talk about this in a minute. I've done so many stories over the years about making life easier for ICBC renewals. Yes. And one of the things that people are getting during the pandemic is you can make simple renewals over the phone. I did it. And we have been doing stories for years about online ICBC renewals and how simple that would be. And we know the brokers are a really important part of the system. And we, I'm not slagging the brokers in any way, but it's one of those frustrations in your life where you're told you have to go down to the broker, you have to wait in line, you have to go through just to say, I want the same policy as I had yeah, last year. Turns out so you maybe, don't have to do that. Exactly. So <laughs> maybe I did that, it on the phone two weeks ago and it was like lickety split easy. Not I think I only did it by email. I got went back and forth. Boom, done. So maybe that's my answer when I think about it is that is something that, you know, we've done a number of stories about some of the challenges, but also some of the benefits. And it seems like the pandemic has proven to us that we can do those renewals either over the phone or online. I know the province is building an online structure, which is complicated, takes time, takes money. But it's one of those things that I think the pandemic has proven we can get to that point. Well, we'll put you down then as the ICBC renewals online. But speaking of which, as you said, there is an announcement coming at 10 o'clock this morning about ICBC. We've been waiting for this for a couple of weeks, right? A couple of weeks, I think, since the beginning of the pandemic. That's true. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, I've been asking uh, questions uh, of the government since the beginning about what the impact of COVID-19 has been on the public insurer. We saw a number of private insurance companies around the world uh, give discounts very close to immediately after the pandemic started to drivers saying there are far less drivers on the road. Risk is far lower to us as an insurance company. And so we will be providing you a rebate. In some cases, it was between 10 and 20%. ICBC took its time. Attorney General David Eby said, we're going to review the entire process here, what the financial impact of COVID-19 has been. And that review is what we're going to see today. And I think people looking for a rebate are going to be disappointed. The sense I'm getting uh, is that this is far too complicated. Um, I spoke to David Eby a little bit earlier just to get a sense of what we should expect today. And I want to play that for people because mm-hmm. for those that, you know, this impacts so many. And so this can give you a sense of what we're going to hear at 10 o'clock. So let's have a listen to Attorney General David Eby. So the report that we'll be uh, releasing today uh, is ICBC's report on the impacts of the pandemic on their operations. There are a couple of major factors that the report looks at. One is obviously reduced traffic leading to reduced collisions and savings from that. 
And the other is that a significant number of British Columbians have uh, put their policies on hold or otherwise downgraded their policies. They're just not driving for businesses much, for example. And that's also had a financial impact. So the report that I'll be releasing later today uh, uh, wraps all that together and uh, will provide the public with some insight into where our public insurer is financially. All right. So it sounds very much like, Richard, we shouldn't get too excited. (laughs) <laughs> no, don't. And then the insurers lost a lot of money in its investments as well. But I am really curious, no matter what the result is, how many people have actually gone out to cancel? How many people have changed their insurance to recreational? What sort of personal decisions people are, are making in order to save some money? Because, you know, obviously car usage is way down and that's going to change next week as we start slowly seeing the economy come back. More people will be going back to work. More people will be driving. Risk will be going up. And so it will be really interesting to me to see those numbers. But yes, if you were expecting a rebated ICBC, uh, like we've seen from the private insurers, like we've seen even here on the optional side, if you have private insurance, uh, you're not going to get it. It doesn't look like today. We'll have to wait to to find out for sure at 10 o'clock, but I wouldn't expect that we're getting that rebate. Okay, so that's coming up at 10 o'clock this morning. You'll hear it right here on 980 CKNW. One of the other, I know, big issues that have been talked about the last couple of days, Richard, has to do with the borders. Yeah, and that's one of the things where we're getting a report uh, from one of the wire services saying uh, that it seems like there's uh, a deal in place between the U.S. and Canada to keep those borders closed until June 23rd. And that will be... Uh, music to the ears of Premier John Horgan. He has been consistent in this throughout that the borders between Canada and the United States cannot reopen for visitors. Essential services, yes, but there were a lot of concerns that uh, U.S. President Donald Trump would push for the borders to reopen as a show that, yes, our, we're all doing better, COVID-19 is going away. That's clearly not the case in a lot of jurisdictions. And there's an immense fear here in British Columbia that if the borders open up again for tourists, that that could undo all the work that British Columbians have done uh, to reduce the spread of COVID-19. And uh Premier Horgan has been advocating on behalf of British Columbians to the Prime Minister about that for weeks. He has the support of uh, Premier Legault in Quebec and Premier Ford in Ontario. And it seems like there's been some sort of deal reached at least until June 23rd. And then we can have an assessment when we get closer to that about whether uh, BC feels the board. That would be an appropriate time to start seeing the borders reopen. Okay, that's a big one. And I know you've also been writing about a bit of a fan favorite issue as well, having to do with hockey. Uh, This seems to be something that Premier Horgan is pushing really hard. It's interesting, right? And he gets asked about it, obviously. And and I've been doing a number of stories on this because there are, I'm hearing from a lot of people that want to have hockey back and be able to watch it on TV. And you always have to make the reminder, these will be games played in front of no fans, Um, If this happens, and and the plan is to have some games in British Columbia, and what was really interesting yesterday is Premier Horgan floated this idea that he had heard through the league that British Columbia could host all of the games. Yes. And that it would be done in different (laughs) cities across the province. Why not? Victoria, Prince George, Kamloops, Kelowna. And Cranbrook, where they used to have a WHL team, all the other cities currently have WHL teams. And there's also five arenas in the Vancouver area, stretching from UBC all the way to Abbotsford, and including the Pacific Coliseum, Langley, and Rogers Arena. And so Oregon said there's this idea that BC could do it all. Uh, that would be a very interesting proposal, I think would make people uh, pretty nervous in terms of how many people would be brought into British Columbia and some communities 
uh, where the health infrastructure is not as strong as it is in Vancouver. So right, but they'd be isolating, right? They still have to follow the rules. So the premier was pretty clear on that. They would be following very strictly the rules, Simi. But if one person gets sick in that All community, right. what impact could that have, especially if there's somebody that isn't showing symptoms when they arrive? But yes, there would be very, very, very strict protocols. Every player, every staff would need to go into 14-day isolation if they're coming from outside of Canada. Uh, and then they would have a training camp after that. Then the games would be played. You would never see these players. They would be at local hotels. They would go to the rink. They would play. The NHL is very keen on finishing this season, and they're looking for places in the league in order to do it. And BC is a very strong case. So Premier Horgan spoke to Gary Bettman a few days ago, and then uh, explained a little bit of that discussion yesterday, and that's yeah. where this idea came that BC could host it all. Is that going to happen? Probably not, but it's an oh, idea that's on, on the table. Don't be but, such a glass half NHL, empty person. No, but if the NHL does come back, I didn't explain that well. Simi, if the NHL <laughs> does come back, I am I have a very strong feeling that Vancouver will be playing a role. Will BC host all of the games? <laughs> I'm not so well, sure. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this after I read your story and, and saw your tweets online about this. The NHL is in this position right now where it's in competition because the NBA is also considering coming yeah. back. And those prime sites in the U.S. that might have been good for the NHL, whether it's Orlando, like, you know, a, a, yeah. Las Vegas, whatever, they're going to be taken up by the NBA. So you've got right. two so- leagues who want to finish the year. So that, I think, does make BC more attractive. It does, and they use the same venues in, in most cases. Yeah, right? and exactly. So, uh, and and that's and the NBA is seemingly a little bit ahead of the NHL, but there's been some issues with the NBA in terms of uh, the Players Association not being incredibly keen on finishing the season. And so it is going to be a little bit of a race, and, and the German Bundesliga soccer starts up again this weekend, and every professional sports league in the world yeah. will be watching Germany to see how that goes and how it works and what it looks like and how it feels and whether there are any cases of COVID-19 connected to that. So that's going to be really important. And the timeline for the NHL is a bit unclear. This season, you know, completing the season could go into July or August. So there's still a little bit of time for the NHL and the PA to sort this out. Oh, uh, we'll see about that. Victor, Richard, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Simi. Have uh, a great weekend. You too. Oh, wait, it's only Thursday. This yeah. is one of these things that happens in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> There's more Thursday. days in the week, Richard. There's more <laughs> there days is. in the week. Uh, I was, <laughs> thanks, Richard. You know, I was thinking about that too. Like the hockey situation, if it can be done properly and safely, I think it would be a real boost to people to see, okay, we've got this. We did this. We listened. Things are good. We can do this. We can pull this off if we make sure that we follow all the rules. I think it would be a, a good boost to people's spirits to see something like that. You can weigh in if you want. Simi at cknw.com.